podcast one production. I'm Charles Fairley and for 30 years I've worked for big media companies like the Nine Network, Sony Music, AAP and Win Television. And I started Unsung Business Heroes because I wanted to give small business owners a voice, many of those small business owners that I met through my work, but also because my dad was a business owner. And so helping small business and marketing and getting to know the motivation behind business is part of my life. I think a lot of the people I talked to had a different perspective on success because they'd been through some sort of journey that changed their their thinking, um, especially people who'd had some trauma or some accident or that had some um, revelation along the way. So they changed their work-life balance or they changed their perspective in terms of money not being the, the definer of their success. It was more about their family and people and um, what they... Uh, left as a legacy, I think. That was very important for people. I really wanted to interview Philip Yakovo because he had such a positive attitude and given his background, there are so many issues and injuries and calamities in his background that you think, how can this guy still be so positive and still be upbeat about business and life? You know, they say things come in clusters and they certainly did with Philip, but the big story for him uh, in terms of what I could see was growing up on the streets, having left home, due to family infighting and pressure there because he had a Down syndrome brother that basically him and his sister used to look after because his parents were out working all the time. They were migrants running a little cleaning business that was probably very much hand-to-mouth in those days. And now Philip's reconciled with his dad and they've built this business up together. Philip's taking over and, you know, they're going from strength to strength and uh, I really take my hat off to him because he's got such a positive attitude, as you'll hear. We recorded our interview with Philip in his office, which is in Alexandria, at LaFan's head office. And um, Philip got a bit emotional during our interview because he was really speaking from his heart and we could see that he was driven to be successful and prove to his father, I think, that he could make a success out of the business. I had a difficult upbringing. Back in 1959, when my father was nine years old, he lost his father, my grandfather, um, being shot in the war uh, back in Cyprus between the Turks. Uh, so my father grew up um, being, you know, grinding his teeth. You know, he thought that was the way to be manly. You know, he started smoking, gambling, and um, also going through the military service as well and seeing what he saw affected him also psychologically. Let's say I did my military service through my father. I've got a brother who's Down syndrome as well, who's 10 years younger than I am. You know, and that in turn um, was also tough. We all came here as refugees, uh, all their credentials got, um, you know, lost in the war and burnt. So they came here doing what any typical other European did back in the day. And my father started um, working as a bus driver. My mum worked at Western Biscuits. They both had two jobs and all that, also cleaning in the evening, you know, and, uh, and we assisted as well, uh, a lot with the house chores and everything as such. We, we, you know, we were making our own beds at the age of five. Right. Yeah, we never had the, the toys and, and the luxury, you know, gifts that everyone else had. So we had each other and that was the main thing and, uh, and we were still satisfied with what we had. Uh, when my brother was born in 1984, they said he couldn't survive and he was in an incubator for eight months. 
it was a tough time uh, and I was only nine years old. Just seeing that um, affected me in a bad way as well, seeing that it's not fair to see a little born baby suffer like that. But that also grounded me, you know, thinking that, you know, um, there's more to life than, than TV and, and, you know, and what we've got around us. So mum didn't give up. Uh, the doctor said, that's it, you know, let's leave it in God's hands. And mum brought in uh, a priest to baptise my brother in hospital. And he's known as a miracle child because within a couple of days he was ready to go home. You know, that gave me an ins- a bit of inspiration in life and, you know, that, you know, you've got to fight and so forth. But it was still tough times with my father growing up and through my studies and so forth. So come the trial HSC, it took its toll and got home one day and it went to, from one extreme to the other and then I had to leave. So I left home, probably around 17 years old, packed up my bags, you know, a few, a few lots of clothes and so forth. Um, I had a vehicle at the time, so I had a car, so I lived in my car for about a month. And then I, I, I worked at the fish markets at the time and worked in the evening cleaning as well. So I always had two to three jobs. It, for me, it was about survival. Then uh, the car, the engine blew up. It was a very old car. So I ended up in the streets for a while. Uh, parents, friends, no one knew about this. Was there a time that I wanted to give up? Was there a time that I wanted to commit suicide? Did I blame God? Did I blame people? You know, self-pity, yes. But in turn, I looked back at my brother and how he fought through uh, the course of his life. Then I thought to myself, okay, I've got to set my priorities right. Stop thinking about others, trying to please others and start thinking about yourself. Learn to say no for the right reasons. You know, and, and um, I made a lot of sacrifices and I took steps, the right steps. So I was working. Um, if I was invited to anyone's uh, place or between destinations, I, I used to walk it, you know, I thought I saw that as fitness uh, to keep clean. Went to the gym, went to the swim pools, um, you know, showered there, kept fit as well. And my entertainment was the movies. It was cheap to go to the movies. You know, that was my escape, you know, to keep my mind off things. So I turned a lot to the movies. So that was my, my escape and I fell in love with the movies. Um, and I wanted to do something at the back end as well to see how the back end was, how movies were made, how, com- how commercials were made. Uh, cinematography, all that caught my attention. I thought to myself, how do I get involved in this? So I, I ended up joining a, a, an agency called Seven Flavors. Got into a little bit of dancing, R&B, hip hop. I'm a professional Greek dancer. Did commercials like Tui's new commercial and, uh, and had a bit of extra work in movies such as Stealth, Mission Impossible, Son of Mask. It was intriguing to see how it was all put together. Doing all that kept me going. And then uh, I thought, you know, it's time I got off the streets to get, uh, um, I wasn't sleeping in parks as well. I was going into security car parks of residential schemes. So I've always been, you know, in, in strata schemes and all that with or without working in, in the industry. And I, there were a few times I got kicked out, obviously, you know, so be, I ended up going, finding another premises and kept on moving on that way. Uh, then from there, I ended up uh, getting share accommodation and, and started growing from there. But you always have to see the positive in everything. You're always going to have to see the solutions. It's no, you, you create your own problems. And the, one, the, a few mottos that I do follow in life, don't limit yourself or you limit your growth. Hesitation does cause pain. 
okay, and never get complacent, stay humble, um, always support, and, 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 and a true leader will not only uh, know the way and go the way, but a true leader will also show the way. Um, most recently we had a, a, two, two of the staff members died in a tragic accident back in March 25th of this year. Young couple on a Saturday night, both parents also worked for me as building managers. The sister also worked for me. The most difficult thing I had to do was to say my condolences. At the same time, I lost my uncle uh, within the 10 day period of losing the staff. Within the next two, following two weeks, I lost my grandfather. So it was a, a, a challenging period of time. And I was also in a car accident, which wasn't my fault. Yeah, no, no injuries, but caused a lot of inconvenience. But collectively we worked together and we managed to get overcome everything. And um, I was very, very, proud and honoured to have the staff I have on board at the moment. I, I honestly discovered that it doesn't matter what life hits you with, you can stay strong, be positive to move through um, any obstacle and don't, don't take life for granted. So if you were starting out today, what, what would you do differently? I wouldn't do anything differently um, because I am who I am today because of all the lessons I've learned through life. So I've got no regrets. Overall, you know, I'm not the type of person to say, I understand what you're going through. I think that's wrong because everyone takes emotions and all that differently. Um, I, I like to say that in certain aspects I can relate to uh, a situation that uh, they may have gone through that's very similar to mine. And this is how I've overcome it and if it assists them, but it's all credit to them. I'm only a guide, you know, and uh, the rest is all up to them. How do you guide them though? How do you build their strengths? We try to, well, in regards to the staff, we try to, uh, you know, ensure we work on their weaknesses to make, make it their strengths. You know, in, in life and in people, we support them by asking them. The, bo we, 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 the boy's in their court, so we ask them, what are your concerns? What are your challenges? What do you need right now that's right for you? No one should define you, but you. What sort of forum do you communicate that in a meeting or email or phone or what's your... It's been a number of ways, but I like that personal approach. I'll put a lot of time, you know, so I, I, we make the time on people that need um, that attention. And I think that's important. And, you know, so going out of your way to see them, speak to them, listen and and actually hear what they're actually trying to say. Not letting it go through one ear and out the other, you know, and understanding what their concerns are. And it, it does get a, a little bit overwhelming when, when it happens often because it feels like I know that I'm doing something right. I know that I'm making that little bit of a difference in someone's life is more value, valuable to me than just the business. Uh, success is about being content not about money or power, you know, and, and people get it wrong these days. I've been blessed with what I have. If I can share that with everyone, why not? Um, you know, and um, if I didn't have this, am I content and successful? 
I am because of my family, my wife, my kids, we're all happy. God's been watching over me. He's, uh, you know, faith is important. And I open up, I open up my doors to everyone. I don't have any, any enemies. Uh, I open up my doors to, uh, even to my so-called competitors. I don't see them as competitors. Um, why, why compete? One or the other will knock each other out of the park, but there'll always be another third party coming in. Do you really want to have that same cycle? Embrace them. Help them. Mm. Give us a little insight into how, you, how the Lefan group gives back to the community. Growing up, uh, I had hardly any support. And, you know, coming from the streets, no support. So, in turn, Lefan does want to give back. I, I did go through other chain of events in my life, having, you know, cancer myself, slight cancer, where I overcame it, um, you know, back when I was 29, um, you know, to uh, losing twin boys uh, a couple of years back. And you can't control. Got to bounce back, and and you know, and again, looking at the positive side, we have been blessed with a couple of other children after that. So in giving back, you know, we've we've been doing a number of charities over the years. You know, Down syndrome due to my brother, uh, autism, uh, Make a Wish, and now mainly Cam Quality. That personal connection with Cam Quality, with you know, uh, losing the twins and. Um, also, my, my sister lost her fiance to leukemia. But yeah, so what Lefan does now is any sites that are above 100 lots, we, we, we like to um, uh, donate 10% of whatever the value of that contract is to CAM Quality. And, uh, you know, which um, we brand and, and, and the, the people that have provided us these contracts, you know, and they, they, they receive the certificate of appreciation. Like I said, making a difference, uh, if we can make a little bit of difference in this world, we've played a big part, and that's what we're all about. I, I, I know my roots, I know my values, I know my principles, morals and ethics in life, which in turn is my business, and I don't want to lose track of that. And I've got my roadmap, and I know where I need to go. And the values I uphold and I stand for, if people see that in me and who I am, that is my business, and that's the way I want to keep my business. Do I want to leave a legacy for my kids and, and other business people and my staff? 100%. Um, my ideal goal is to have a sustainable business where they're sharing the lifestyle. They are family. They're the backbone of the business. They sh I want them to share the profits. But if I die tomorrow, I want to know that uh, I've died doing everything right by everyone. I've got my credibility there, and, and also that will also support my family. The business doesn't die when I when I go, you know. And that's the that's what I want to leave be, you know uh, behind. My other goal is to obviously spend more time with the family. So you've got to have balance in business. You know, a lot of business people get so caught up in business they forget the true values of life. Um, so in turn, this year I actually have taken a day off throughout the week. You know, I take Tuesdays off take the children to, to and from school, and I spend time at home with, uh, with my wife. And my weekends are my weekends with the family, and every, all the school holidays, we always go on holidays and we embrace, you know, what we have as a family together. So you would say you've got a bit more work-life balance? I do, most definitely. Uh, but in turn, I also have balance with my, my staff and, and, you know, and, and, and the business as well. Lefanc was created by my father, back in uh, 1995. First three letters is uh, L-E-F, uh, Lefkos is my father's Greek name. And uh, my mum's name's Andrea. And I've kept the name because of 
proud of uh, his roots of building up such a beautiful company. In 2007, I officially took over after my mum had a heart attack. Still alive, thank God, and uh, they couldn't help in the business any, any further with my brother. So uh, I took the ropes and uh, made it into a company and thought there's more to it than just cleaning. It's a cutthroat business. So let's get into maintenance. And I got into maintenance, one-stop shop. Strata companies were happy. You know, one point of contact, less admin and so forth. We were basically addressing a lot of the residents' needs. Not only the strata's concerns all that, but also their clients, their, their, their clients' concerns, which is more important, you know, uh, these days to to extend those extra services beyond of what you see. So going that above and beyond. So, um, you know, and it's proved to be, you know, you build up relationships, you build up a lot of trust. Giving them that peace of mind um, is priceless. So things are going really well. How does it make you feel to see the success coming? It's overwhelming. We've been blessed. We also, we're, 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 you know, and I want to ensure that the staff feel blessed. There are a few that do doubt themselves um, and everyone has doubts. Uh, and that's where we try to teach them that hesitation causes pain. Believe in, believe in yourself like we believe in you. They don't only see the vision, they believe in it now. How do you instill that in your staff? You work with them uh, and it's not about telling them what to do. It's mentoring them and educating them. And at the same time, they're educating you, giving them the freedom to take the, give them the ropes, let them take those reins, you know, let them control it, give them, let them get a taste of it. Talk to them, uh, show empathy and, you know, and it's give or take. So, you know, we've had our hiccups. Uh, every, every, every company has its concerns and all that. It's how you deal with it, what you put into it with them, what you get out of it. And overall, it's focusing on the solution and have that integrity. But most of all, don't lose your heart. I think the main takeaway for me in meeting Philip was how someone can be so positive after so much adversity and, and disruption. Like everyone, I get a bit negative about things sometimes and things get you down, but Philip was so upbeat and I was really impressed by that. I just thought, wow, that's going to have so many benefits, not only for your own mental being, well-being, but also for the people around you and for the attitude of your staff and the impact it, that then ro rolls onto your clients. And you know, I just had the utmost admiration for his attitude to that. If you liked that episode of Unsung Business Heroes, you'll really love the episode coming up about Diane Dromgold, who has a really interesting attitude towards success, which includes including failure, because if you don't have a little bit of failure, you're never going to be able to make a success out of it. Unsung Business Heroes was presented by me, Charles Fairley, in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. The executive producer was Jenny Goggin. If you'd like to see the videos of my interviews with these Unsung Business Heroes, go to unsungbusinessheroes.com.au. For more episodes, go to podcastone.com.au, download the Podcast One app or search for Unsung Business Heroes on iTunes.